You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. All the Mishnayot in this chapter 11 begin with the same words. Hazarek Arba Amot. Someone who throws for Amot. We're all dealing with the same case. Someone who's throwing. And they're going to throw four Amot and four cubits. And we're going to see what the situation is. And today, he's going to throw in the sea. Hazarek Bayam Arba Amot Patur. Someone who throws four cubits in the sea is exempt. And we learned a principle yesterday that the airspace, 10 tefachim, 10 hands breadths above the surface of the ground, is sort of free space, right? You can throw high up in the air. You can throw a baseball high up in the air without being liable for a khatat. And the same principle applies in the sea. The sea is considered a karmelit. That's a, an open space that is neither private nor public. It's not Yerushuta Yachid and it's not Rushuta Rabbim. And it, it has a special status. So Hazorek Bayamar Ba'amot Patsur, someone who throws few, four cubits into the sea is exempt. And that is not the case for, you know, small pools of water on the ground. Um let's say there was a pool of water and the Gemara explains this could be a pool of water up to 10 Tefachim deep so this could be a 3 foot deep pool of water significant pool of water there's a pool of water a bit like a flood on, on, the, on the motorway and the public road crosses it someone who throws four cubits in it is liable in other words, the, the road crossing the pool is absolutely Rabim. It's, it's a public space. We can't throw in it. Uh, how deep is it? Oh, I'm sorry. How, it's in the Mishnah. How deep is it? Up to ten tefachim. Ten tefachim. And the Mishnah continues. It repeats itself. Rather unusual for Mishnah to repeat itself. Repeats itself completely. A pool of water with a public road crossing it, someone throwing four cubits is liable. As if it wants to emphasize particularly this particular halacha about the public road crossing the pool. What about if we go back to the sea? Someone who throws from the sea to dry land. Or from dry land to the sea. Or from a ship to a ship. So we're essentially we're throwing across the sea. Just as yesterday we were throwing high up between two balconies. Or, or from a ship to the sea. Um, or from one ship to another. Patur. We're always exempt because we're carrying from the, the, the ship is considered a private space. But we're not transferring from the private space to a public space. We're transferring from the private space to a to a karamalit, to this middle ground. Sfinak kshurot zo mizo, sfinot kshurot zo vazo, 
Metaltalin miso lazo. And if ships are tied together, one may carry from one to another. Now, these are private spaces. And the Gemara actually assumes that this is by creating an Eruv. So this is just like two houses, which um, both give onto a common courtyard. We could create an Eruv in the courtyard to join together the two houses. Because the courtyard can be considered to be a... Um, well, it's... it's yeah, that's interesting. So the courtyard's going to be a, a public space that we're going to turn into a sort of private space as we make the Eruv. But, if they're not tied together, even though they lie pretty close, we don't carry from one to the other because we can't make an Eruv with a caramelite in the middle. We can't make an Eruv between two ships with a caramelite in the middle. The ships need to be tied together. Now, then, and this is the last Mishnah of the chapter, and by the way, it's the last Mishnah of the first part of the Masechet. With this Mishnah, we're going to leave the whole question of carrying on Shabbat, and we're going to go into other acts of creativity. We're going to learn about building, about writing, about plowing. We're going to learn about a lot of stuff in the following chapters. We're going to leave carrying. So this is the last Mishnah in the sequence on carrying. And it deals with a question of, of remembering and of intention. Remember that the sin offering, the Chatat, is brought for unintentional breaking of Shabbat. If you break Shabbat by accident, we can bring a Chatat. If we bring it on purpose... Gosh, the things, it's more serious. It's more serious. But if we break Shabbat unintentionally, we can bring a sin offering. So the Mishnah explains, Hazorek, Hazorek. We're going to begin again with, with throwing, right? All these Mishnah, you'll begin with throwing. Hazorek veniskal Someone who throws. And remember, he throws not remembering it's Shabbat. And remembers after it leaves his hand. If another person catches it, or a dog catches it, or it's burned, for some reason it doesn't arrive at its destination. Patur. Zarak lasot chabura. Someone who threw to inflict a wound. Now we're going to learn later that wounding someone is considered a derivative of slaughtering. We know slaughtering is a of Malacha, an archetypal act of creation on Shabbat. We can't do that. Wounding someone is considered to be a derivative of slaughtering. Zarak lasot chabura, he threw to inflict a wound. So he didn't throw to move it. He threw to inflict the wound. He forgot it was Shabbat. But he remembered before the object reached its end point so he began by forgetting but he ended up by remembering patur he's exempt and this is the principle anyone who's liable to a sin offering anyone who can bring a sin offering to effectively atone for breaking Shabbat the beginning of the act and the end of the act both have to be by accident. They both have to be 
um, unwitting. If their beginning is unwitting and their end is intentional, or maybe their beginning is intentional and their end is unwitting, put her in, they're free. You can only bring a, a sin offering unless both the beginning and the end of the this, unless the beginning and the end of the act are accidental, are unintentional. I'm sorry, there's a mistake in the translation here, uh, which I I I I, I um I apologize for. I should have picked this up. Unless the beginning and the end are unintentional, and that's the end of the sequence on throwing on Shabbat, and. In the next Mishnah, we'll pick up uh, building uh, and uh, plowing and writing and a, a host of other things. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.